You're listening to Rama for Today. The number one way, the main way, so that means most of the time, the way he leads us by the inward witness. Number one, that's the way you know you're saved, one way. The scripture said his spirit bears witness with our spirit, praise God, that we are the children of God. Amen. Jesus said to me, it is unscriptural to seek guidance through the ministry of the prophet in the New Testament. Now, in the Old Testament, because you see, the, what we would call the laity or the everyday person didn't have the Holy Ghost. Only the king was anointed by the Holy Ghost to stand in that office. The priest was anointed by the Holy Ghost to stand in that office. The prophet was anointed by the Holy Ghost to stand in that office. No one else had the Holy Ghost on them or in them except when God called someone to do a special job, he would anoint them to do that. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Spirit-Filled Life, on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Father, we're so grateful and thankful for your goodness, for your blessings, for your mercy. We thank you again tonight for your precious word, holy written word. Thank you that we're privileged to feed upon your word. We're privileged to become doers of the word. We're privileged to become recipients of all that your word promises. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank you again also tonight for the Holy Ghost. Blessed be God, whom you've sent to indwell us, to be our teacher, to be our guide. We trust him tonight. Our confidence is in him. Hallelujah. Thank you for giving us utterance in the Holy Ghost. We give you all praise. We give you all honor and all glory for everything that's wrought in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. We were looking last night at a couple of verses, or three verses. I want to look again tonight. The same verses. First of all, from Romans, the eighth chapter, the 14th verse says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The 16th verse says, The Spirit itself, King James says itself, better translation is himself, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27 says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Amen? Praise God. That means that he's going to enlighten you through your spirit. Amen? We talked about, began at least to talk about, the ways that the Spirit leads us. Number one, foremost way, is by the inward witness. I was conducting a meeting in the First Assembly of God Church 
in El Paso, Texas, February of 1959. And the Lord appeared to me in a vision. There are three kinds of visions. I don't know whether you know that or not. I'll fit you in on it. First of all, there's a spiritual vision whereby you see with the eyes of your spirit. Paul, you remember, on the road to Damascus, the Lord arrested him. Actually, he fell to the ground. And in the 26th chapter of Acts, when he's giving his testimony about it before King Agrippa and King Felix, he said, we were all fallen to the ground. And he heard these words, Jesus speaking to him. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And so he said, when his eyes were open, so his eyes were shut. When his eyes was open, he couldn't see because of the glory of that light. But you see, he was seeing into the spirit realm with the eyes of his spirit. And then second type of vision, when you fall into a trance. When you fall into a trance, your physical senses are suspended. You don't know at the moment where you are. You're not unconscious, but you're just more conscious of the spirit realm and of what you see. And then again, when you fall into a trance, also, as you use your thing, your eyes are shut. But then that's what we call an open vision. I mean, you got your eyes wide open, just like I do right now, just like I see you, just as real as me seeing you. There, I, I heard someone walking. I, I thought they was going on by, but they stopped at my door. And when I looked up, it was Jesus. I'll tell you, the hair stood up on the back of my neck. It seemed like goose pimples popped out all over my body. I couldn't see a word. I was lying down resting about 5.30 in the afternoon or evening, and he just walked around the foot of my bed, and there's a chair there, and pulled that straight chair up and sat down in it and began to talk to me, talked to me for an hour and a half. The main thing that he discussed with me, or one of the main things I should say was, how to be led by the Spirit of God. And he said, I want you to teach my people how to be led by the Spirit. And he said, the number one way, the main way, so that means most of the time, the way he leads is by the inward witness. Number one, that's the way you know you're saved, one way. The Scripture said, his Spirit bears witness with our spirit, praise God, that we are the children of God. Amen. Jesus said to me, it is unscriptural to seek guidance through the ministry of the prophet in the New Testament. Now, in the Old Testament, because you see, the, what we would call the laity or the everyday person didn't have the Holy Ghost. Only the king was anointed by the Holy Ghost to stand in that office. The priest was anointed by the Holy Ghost to stand in that office. The prophet was anointed by the Holy Ghost to stand in that office. No one else had the Holy Ghost on them or in them except when God called someone to do a special job, he would anoint them to do that. Are you following me? But you see, in the New Testament, we all have the Spirit. Amen? Now, it's certainly true that you may be guided sometimes by the Spirit through the ministry of the prophet or even other ministries as far as that's concerned. But right on the other hand, you have that witness yourself. I know the last church I pastored, 
on a Sunday night. This is a Pentecostal, full gospel church. And Sunday night was always an evangelistic. We had our big crowds on Sunday night back in the 40s. Sunday morning, usually there's no one there but your own folks. But on Sunday night, a lot of times they'd come and just fill the building up. We had an evangelistic type service. We'd invite sinners to come to the altar to be saved. We'd invite backsliders to come back into fellowship with the Lord. We'd invite believers to come be filled with the Spirit. And then we'd just invite every Christian to come around the altar and pray. Praise God. And most all would do that. Well, sometimes, not always, sometimes I just knelt with the rest of them and prayed. But sometimes I would be led just to walk around among the folks and lay hands on them, pray over them. Well, one of the young ladies, about 28 years of age, one of the young ladies of our church uh, was kneeling over by the piano bench. And I seemed to be led, well, to tell you the real truth about it, it's it just like there might be a string or a rope or a cord, you know, wrapped around you, and then something just pulls you to that person and, and different ones. So I went over and laid hands on her and, as I had been doing the rest of it, and I thought I was going to pray. Because that's what I did with the rest of them. I laid hands on them as the Lord led me and prayed. And I laid my hands on her and I started to pray to my utter astonishment. So it didn't come out of my head and I didn't think it. These words came out of my mouth. This is a confirmation of what I said to you at 3 o'clock this afternoon when you were praying down in the storm cellar. And, and it, you know, startled me. And, and so I said to her, because uh, she's kneeling there, you know, bowed over. I, I said, open your eyes and look at me. I said, were you praying this afternoon at 3 o'clock down in the storm cellar? It had an elegant storm cellar her daddy had built. Yeah, she said, I would. She said, the Lord said he had called me to the ministry and he had confirmed it tonight through you. <laughs> well, he did, didn't he? I said, he did, didn't he? Praise God forevermore. I know the last church that I pastored, the Lord, I was praying, doing extra praying, and the Lord was leading me to leave the church and to go out on the field in field ministry, which we did, 1949, been out there ever since then. And he said some things to me that uh, almost was unbelievable about what would happen, and you see the results of what happened. And, and, and so uh, he said to me then, now this was Christmas time. This was just before Christmas time that I was praying. But 1948, you remember Christmas Day on 1948 was on a Saturday? <laughs> and so we had our Christmas programs and so on at church, of course, the Sunday before. And my wife and I and two children then are going up to, I'm in East Texas, going up to North Texas. And on Friday night, Christmas Eve, we had a, a, a dinner with uh, my mother, McKinney, Texas. Then afterwards, that same night, Christmas Eve, we went on up to Sherman to my wife's mother and father. And we had Christmas dinner the next day with them. But the Lord said to me, now when you go up there, see, we got all this plant. You go by Garland. Now, it's a little bit out of the way. And he said, Brother Wood, the pastor of the First Assembly, 
he'll ask you to preach on Sunday, the next day after Christmas. And I want you to do that. I never said a word to a soul. I just said to my wife when we got ready to go, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's go by Garland and wish Brother and Sister Wood a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Sounded good to her. So we went by. I hadn't said a word to a soul. I just wrote all this down. We didn't have recorders in that in those days. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this week's subject. Our offer for this month is a two-DVD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Spirit-Filled Life. There are four DVDs in all. Some of the DVD titles are Five Facts About the Being Spirit-Filled and Characteristics of a Spirit-Filled Life and more. These two sets are normally priced for $53.90, but for this special offer, they're now $34.95. That's an $18.95 savings. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And you know, I want to say, uh, would you like to join us in prayer for our nation? Our nation needs a lot of prayer, and prayer does change, change things. things. That's right. And the Word of God says that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then I will heal their land. And our land needs a lot, a lot of, of healing. healing. Yes. So I just encourage you to join with us here at Rama, here at Kenneth Hagen Ministries, in praying for our nation. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message on the Spirit-filled life. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.